day to you. Bill Michael's show. We are back in studio today after a tremendous weekend. Friday starting off over at uh, the terrific track that is Road America. And uh, then over the weekend, uh, really nice weekend. Man, what a beautiful weather weekend. And yes, speaking of weather, I'm a little under it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, along the way, I started feeling kind of ill on Thursday or Friday. And, man, I haven't had this many uh, this many illnesses, we'll say, in a long time. I mean, a long time. But uh, a little under the weather today. So hopefully I feel better tomorrow. Uh, that being said, good weekend, though. Um, went out and rode the motorcycle this weekend. Finally got some wind therapy. Watched a lot of golf this weekend. Block was the story. Brooks Kepka was not. Even though Kepka played extremely strong, Block in the uh, hole in one care. on sixteen was was fantastic. Ben, did you not get caught up in the emotion of that? No, uh, I was I was playing Aaron Hills Sunday afternoon. I missed it. I'm totally fine having missed it. If I'm being honest, why would you be totally fine missing something so cool in the world of golf of which you love so much? It was cool. Uh, it, the block thing was cool. I was mad I missed the Kepka Hovland showdown. I just said people kind of freaked out. There wasn't out. much of a showdown. People freaked out about block a little too much, I think. I just think it was a great story. It, you know, it I is. mean, not since 1988 had a club pro even been near the top and making anything relevant on a Sunday. Not since 88. Since 1988. And all of a sudden, here's Block. And, and did you see the uh, the interview he was doing when they said, yeah, you know, when they talked about Sunday, said, yeah, you're going to be paired up with Rory McIlroy? Yeah, I did. And the no, reaction? I'm, I'm all it was cool. To, yeah, I, he had an amazing week. He seems like a great guy. It was fun to root for him doing well. There were just right. some some of the commenters were taking it too far. Jim Nance oh, called God, his yeah. up and down on 18, one of the greatest up and downs in golf history. You had some yeah. some talking heads saying they were moved to tears. It's like it was really cool, and I'm all in on it. Just like the you know, chill, the hole in one, and then the post round interview was. And I I have to admit I was we uh, we rode yesterday, and then watched the end of it. Um, and we went down to Nice Ash, and we were sitting down at Nice Ash with a you know group of people who were you know kind of golf fanatics that came down there to watch it and stuff. And uh, there was uh, there was a few guys in the place that were doing that turn away thing, going, "I must have got smoke in my eye," because just of the humbleness of this guy. And then they kept showing the club, you know, out in California that he 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 was the club pro for, and they kept showing the club, and the club is going nuts. You know, they're cheering and they're chanting, and you know, it, it was just it was a good story. It was a good story. So that was big. He got to Packers minicamp today, but the other story championship quest going on in the state of Wisconsin story is the Milwaukee Admirals won and they are now off to the Western Conference Finals. So congratulations to the Admirals. We're going to talk with Aaron Sims again today, the voice of the Milwaukee Admirals. He's going to join us coming up uh, in about an hour from now, a little bit more than an hour from now. So he'll be joining us and uh, we'll talk with him about getting the win over Texas, uh, what's up next and how close they are actually getting back to a Calder Cup finals and I I said uh, two three years ago when COVID hit that team was gonna that team was gonna win it all and COVID robbed them of that and then the next year they didn't even put a team on the ice and they had to go through that waiting period and everything and then to climb back only a year and a half later after all of that to be able to say okay we're back 
Last year, they got a first-round win and then got knocked out. This year, they are now into the uh, Western Conference Finals. So, you know, knock on wood that they can they can get through this and get to the finals. But we would love to do something with them. So we're going to talk with the voice of the Admirals today, not only about the Admirals, but NHL hockey as well. Uh, so Aaron Sims is going to join. They're traveling today. So he had said that uh, he's got a little bit of a window, so we're going to get him on. So it was uh, it was it was really neat to see. Uh, the phone number is 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny over on Twitter as well. You can simply find us on Instagram and on Facebook, The Bill Michaels Show, The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram and on Facebook, and then subscribe for free on YouTube and on Twitch TV on the app that you download onto your phone, both of them, uh, Bill Michaels Show. You can email the program at thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Thebillmichaels.com is the website, and you can download the app and take us anywhere and everywhere. Listen to us, uh, W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison app, the Zone Madison app, and you can listen to us after the fact uh, on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts as well. So there you have it. Um, the, the, um, the golf was fantastic. Packers back at the minicamp. The NBA postseason is not much. Uh, it is going to be the Heat and the uh, the Denver Nuggets, which is not a glam showdown uh, when it comes to the NBA Finals, but it's going to be exciting because they do things differently but yet similarly, while the Lakers and the Celtics flail and look about as bad as they can possibly look. And it it's just uh, I, now, now yesterday, and I don't usually see some of the NBA commentators nationally from the Four Letter Network post a whole lot of negative things. But when you when you were watching that Heat uh, Celtics game last night, seeing that they were putting things like that team quit, uh, that the Celtics are an embarrassment. Uh, I mean, just like over and over, killing the Celtics. 26-point loss last night for the Celtics, and they are now down in that series, three games to none to Miami, and the Denver Nuggets about to put away LeBron and company. Uh, so the NBA Finals very quietly coming down to the end here. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, all of that is upcoming. Uh, but Packers back at it today, too. So another mini camp, another opportunity to look at a lot of the young guys. Uh, oh, Ben, uh, our friends at CUNIS... Cunis RV and Cunis uh, Automotive, they have uh, purchased. There was a, a, a camp for kids down in Delavan that was about to go under. Uh, it was a nonprofit, and it was about to go under. They just couldn't sustain anymore, and Greg Cunis bought it and wants to not only revitalize it but to keep it up and running and everything. Guess who uh, made an appearance there on Saturday? Was it you? It was not. I w- I, had I known, I would have went. Lucas Van Ness. Oh, Lucas Van Ness was there this Saturday working with uh, the group from CUNIS and working with these young kids and uh, wanting to be an impact guy already. Now, granted, it's down in that area that his family has a house in Lake Geneva, so it's not far away. But that has become something kind of, you know, close to him. And he made an appearance down there. Uh, Also, from what I understand, purchased a rather expensive vehicle as well. But uh, but yeah, Lucas Van Ness was down there this weekend. Oh, stock is rising. Yeah, a friend of Cunis is a friend of ours. There you go. That's it. That's it. 
So I was trying to talk them into giving you one of those Trailhawk things. Uh, you know, is it going away, President? They wouldn't do it. Uh, they did, however, say, look, uh, we'll sell it to you for MSRP, and we just need your Social Security number. But uh, just to let you know, they, the offer's out there. So I said, can we get one for Ben Kenny as he now does the uh, the going the, the goodbye tour uh, of the state of Wisconsin starting today? So And they said, oh, that's too bad, but no, we're not going to give you one. I said, okay, well, I tried. I, I, I was working that for you. But, yeah, Lucas Van Ness down there this weekend. So that was kind of cool. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, Rick says, did you spend the weekend, the entire weekend at Road America? The weather was perfect. I did not. I was there on Friday. Uh, Saturday, I can't remember what we did on Friday night. That's what kind of a weekend it was. I was pretty much hopped up on on cold medication. Uh, Saturday, we were out and about during the day. Had some running around to do. Saturday night, we ended up down in um, down in uh, Lake Geneva, actually. Uh, we were at uh, Tuscan and then over at Champs. Um, and Champs was, we were the old people in there, man. The days of, you know, thumping DJs and, you know, yeah, partying bongs, you know, beer bongs and stuff. That's, you know, it was fun to watch, but, you know, I'm like, nah, I'm out. I'm not going to do that. Uh, and then yesterday, spent the day on the motorcycle and then, Went to uh, Steel Tank Brewing uh, over to Stolzell 109. Rode about 80 miles yesterday and then rode down to uh, Nice Ash and called it a day. So it was a good day. Uh, 877-867-1670. Dennis says, now that minicamp is underway, somebody should ask LaFleur if he gives goals and expectations to his coordinators. And if so, what are they? Will he hold them accountable? And if they don't hit their goals and expectations, what then? If not, what the hell? Dennis, that is not a bad question. I will pass that along to our guy on the ground, one in subterfuge. That is our own Mike Clemens. And I know Mike's probably listening, so we'll ask Mike about that. <clears throat> so we'll uh, get into that a little bit later on, too. Um, I, you know, in, in this was uh, this was from uh, Marcus uh, a little bit earlier before we went on the air, and he said, what do you expect out of the minicamps, really? What, the expectation in minicamps really is just to get a good, a, a good look at guys. When you start manipulating guys into certain positions, you know, and uh, so you're trying to look for a guy that kind of understands where he's supposed to be, right place, right time. You're not doing any hitting. It's not like you're going in there in full pads and you're beating the hell out of each other. You know what I mean? You're just, you know, trying to kind of work out together, build camaraderie, you know, build build something both on and off the field. You know, you bring guys into meetings. You start implementing the playbooks. You start telling, you know, you start looking at specific things of video you know, from the season prior, the way things work, think new things you want to institute. But it's kind of like with, with Jordan Love taking over. It's, you're not scrapping it. You're not starting over. But you are – it's 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 new. It's everything's new. It's, it's a new cadence. It's a new inflection in a voice. It's a new, you know, rhythm and timing and, and all that kind of stuff. So this is when you start building that now and you start implementing playbooks – for the young guys specifically. So you just get a, a chance, and, and you, you get the young guys who, who start to kind of gravitate towards veterans. You know, so you'll get a guy like, uh, you know, I don't know, you'll get some of the uh, some of the young defensive linemen, we'll say. Uh, they'll start gravitating towards a guy like Kenny Clark. And, you know, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to do this? What technique do you use? That kind of thing. You'll look at guys like uh, Jaden Reed. Say Jaden Reed, Grant Dubose, 
uh, Wicks. Those guys will start, you know, they'll, they'll start that group with Watson and Romeo Dubs, Samari Torre, and all the other guys. And they'll start because they don't have a set pattern with Jordan Love. So they should all be kind of hanging out together on and off the field. And so that that's what mini camp is. It's it's a camp. It's it's not a day camp for kids, but it's kind of like that. You're just trying to go through your drills, understand your placement, understand the information that's being given to you. Then when you get done with the camp, you take it home. You take on the pad or whatever it is, and you take it home and you just start going through it. So when you come back, they can then see, coaches can then see, who really put some effort into this? Who's the guy that I can depend upon to say, hey, I need you to learn this, and they're going to go home and do it? And who's the guys that are going to be lazy? And who who are the guys that you kind of got to get into their ass a little bit and say, okay, you didn't obviously study. You know, there's the old, uh, you know, you go back some years, I don't know, I think it was Favre, uh, would go, yeah, 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 okay, I got it, I got it, and then come back, and they, you know, he'd kind of wing it, you know, and act like he knew it, and they'd say, you look at the film, look at the v- the, the the tape we gave you, they'd put it on a v- you know, video cassette, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I sat down and watched it, you know, and then they'd say, no, you didn't, because we gave you a blank cassette, because we knew you weren't studying, that type of thing, so coaches know who to get into and who to get, you know, who to, that they don't have to ride nearly as hard. So that's kind of what all this camp is. 877-867-1670. By the way, Adam Schefter tweeting out a little bit earlier today after five players were suspended in April. The NFL is now investigating a second wave of potential violations of its gambling policy. Of its gambling policy. Yeah. Uh, the NFL's gambling policy and why violations are increasing. And part of it is because right there, it's the app. It's the app. Guys can bet with other guys, bet with their friends, all that kind of stuff. They can have their friends place bet for them. So the NFL now looking into a second wave, investigatory-wise, into guys gambling on their own game. So some stuff there. Uh, 877-867-1670, Let's do this. We're going to step out. Going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and uh, we'll get into a little bit more uh, of your questions. It's uh, it's we're going to talk with Aaron Sims today. It's kind of an open day today, but Brewers only salvage one over the weekend. Are the Brewers in trouble? Are the Brewers in trouble? I want to talk about that when we come back as well. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends in Stevens Point Point Brewing, brewing excellence since eighteen fifty seven. Check out our friends from Point and the Loggers and everything they have to offer. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Seconds ago at the 15th. The fairy tale story. The fairy tale story. It gets better. Jim Nance, no pants, no pants. Nance. He was dancing in the uh, in the broadcast booth. He was just enjoying the moment. So, Jim Nance on the care. call, and it was a uh, it was a pretty uh, pretty exciting last day, uh, in the sense for that particular uh, you know golf shot. Uh, anyway, Brooks Kepka pretty much, he was in control all the way uh, through the end. I know he ended up uh, finding a little trouble on 17, but beyond that, it really didn't cost him. So, Brooks Kepka third time. Is it third time, Ben, or fourth time now? Third time. 
PGA Championship winner. Three PGAs, two U.S. Opens. He joins yeah. only uh, 15 guys to have five majors. Yeah. Definitely all-time status from Mr. Brooks. Yeah, he... Uh... I did find it interesting. He was walking up 18 and getting the ovation. One guy yells out, get off the live tour. I don't know if you caught that. One guy yelled it. You caught it very quickly. Get off the live tour. And, uh, and that was it. But uh, I enjoyed, Bill, I will say, yeah. I enjoyed how Kepka, who, I mean, <clears throat> I, I people have talked about him trying to get off of that tour anyway, trying to get yeah. back to normal golf. But how he went about it as an individual, how he didn't just pimp the live tour over and over again when he won. They asked him about it. They gave him the opportunity to do it, but he kept talking about how, like, these are the four tournaments he cares about, and he wins these for himself. He doesn't win these for his team uh, on the Crushers, you know? Gotcha. Which, by the way, the Crushers stink. They're having a bad season. But, uh, <laughs> like, like he wins these for himself. So I, I enjoyed how he went right. about Winning it, honestly. He wasn't like if Bryson won, he would have just kept talking about his his awful team. It's like no one right. cares. It's like people care about yep. what you are achieving. It was uh Brooks Kepka. I remember watching him dominate uh Aaron Hills in the US. Oh, speaking of that, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How did you play yesterday at Aaron Hills? I played well. I had I, I will say, Bill, I have never had so much fun just getting my ass kicked completely by the course. I shot 50, uh-huh. 57 on the front, 46 on the back. Like really? a, a turnaround that I might tell my grandkids about. It was amazing. I was getting up and down with five woods. Uh, I, we, we had a caddy with our group, not caddying for us. And uh, I, I told them I, I'm chipping in from 20 yards out for double. It's like, dude, these are the best double bogeys you've ever seen. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time that I played there and I, in back-to-back days? No. I played there in back-to-back days. This was some years ago. It was really when it was maybe the second year, third year in existence. And I had a uh, a client. You know, we were going out in back-to-back days with two different clients. And uh, I I played the first day, and I played really well. And all I wanted to do was break 90, and I shot an 86. And I was just out of my mind geeked. I was like, wow. Because that course can be really long. They can make that thing over 8,000 yards if they wanted to. So, And we didn't play the tips, but we played the blues. Uh, so I felt really, really good. Same caddy the next day. I was on six, up and down on the hill, and I just swung funny. I wasn't having a good day anyway. Okay, let me let me preface this. I was not having a good day to begin with. Uh, but I swung funny, tweaked my back a little bit, was not the same, and I shot a 119. And at one point, we're walking up this this grade, and I, God, I, I don't even remember what hole it is. We're walking up this grade. I'm in the fescue. My caddy is like, a, God, he's like a bloodhound. He's finding the balls all over the course. And he leans over to me, and he says, you know, Mr. Michaels. And I said, yeah, and he's like, you. It was almost like Ty Webb in Caddyshack. He leans over and he goes, you know, you, you really suck. <laughs> Yeah. And and I said, you know, I'm tipping you, right? He said, oh, you tipped me plenty yesterday. Today I'm earning my pay. So in back-to-back days, one day was an 86. The next day was like a 115 or 118 or something. Like it was terrible. So the fickle game of golf. But I was like, even before I hurt, I can't use my back as the excuse because even before I hurt my back, I was already playing terribly. Just, just didn't, couldn't hit a shot, hooking everything, couldn't put anything in the fairway. And you know, I mean, now that you played it, 
you know, once that fescue is really hot, you're, it's, it's a long day if you're not in the fairway. Yeah, it was low, which is great, playing it this yeah. early. My buddy got around in 76 and could have easily been under par. So really? He was, he was a good tone setter, uh, and I set. I under-promised, I think, and I over-delivered. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Well, that's good. It was great. I'm glad I did it. it. It's a magical yeah. place, to be honest. I've never it really, really is. never experienced really a place is. like that. It really is. Um, so I'm glad you got a chance to play it. That's, you know, before, especially before you got out of here. You know? Oh, yeah. And I missed the whole Michael Block yeah. stuff, which was a treat. Right. Yeah. So good stuff. Good for you. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. Uh, by the way, uh, the Colts, uh, they uh, some news today as well. That a while back there was the argument that the the commanders were illegally contacting uh, their former quarterback Andrew Luck, and uh, today the NFL released their finding and say, nah, they really weren't. Uh, they did not violate the NFL's tampering rules, according to league sources. So that is now coming to an end as well. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, things to do, I wanted to make a mention of this. We have gone live today. I told you we were going to go live today. A lot of the details are pretty much wrapped up. And we got a lot of great stuff, but uh, the motorcycle poker run, the 16th annual poker run, benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin, is set to get underway Sunday, September 3rd. We went live today with pre-registration. And all you got to do right now, if you're watching it on the live stream and you want to be a part of it, you can scan the QR code. You're good to go right there. You can also find it at Big Units Poker Run over on Facebook. Scan the QR code. Get pre-registered. Three great prize packages uh, that you can win only by pre-registering. Only by pre-registering. Uh, and then, obviously, <clears throat> there's going to be the poker hands and stuff that are going to be drawn at the end of the ride, so you can win more stuff. But uh, there's a, a trip for two to go down and see Chicago and Green Bay play in the opener this season and uh, with an overnight stay at the uh, Sheridan Hotel Grand Riverwalk. Also, there's going to be a uh, whiskey bourbon basket that's put together with some really high-end stuff in it. And uh, I think the value of that thing is like well over 700 bucks. And then there's a weekend getaway with champagne basket from our friends over there at uh, the Four Seasons Island Resort. So you get an island resort stay. So uh, a lot of good stuff. If just for pre-registering, that's not even for the ride, but the ride is just about mapped out. We're just about ready to go, and we've got some more things to announce. But pre-registration now is open, is open. So please get there. Um, Chuck says only Tiger, Jack, Kepka have uh, three PGAs. Um, I thought there was a list of four, four or five guys that have won PGAs. That like Jack Nicklaus won five. Somebody else won five. Sam Sneed's in there. Tiger's in there. Kepka's in there. I think there was somebody else. I don't think it was Ben Hogan. But I think there was somebody else that was there when they were showing that yesterday because Jim Nance was uh, doing the slobber drool all over it. Um, 877-867-1670. The question coming out of break was, and I want to go into break with it again, the Milwaukee Brewers get a game over the weekend. They salvage one. And the question then becomes, do you feel they're in trouble? Do you feel they're in trouble? And I know for some of you, you might be rolling your eyes going, oh, come on, man, it's early in the season. And as you've said, you know, you never, you never, uh, you know, kind of overestimate or get too excited or get too low uh, about the beginning of the season. Okay. That's that I completely, I'm 100% with you on that. 100%. 
But where the Brewers are right now, Brewers, by the way, can you really ask that question if you're still in the lead? Now, here's the note. The Cardinals, they picked up quite a few. The Cardinals are now, when they were 11 games back, only a couple weeks ago, when normally it would take you two or three weeks to close in four, five, six games, they've done it. They're only five games back. Here they come. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10 ballgames. The Brewers are 5-5 five and five in their last 10 ballgames. The Brewers get one win over the weekend. They're 25-21. and 21. They're a game ahead of Pittsburgh. But St. Louis has now jumped Cincinnati and Chicago, and St. Louis at 21-27 and 27 have the third most wins in the National League Central, and here they come. Oh, by the way, the Brewers run differential as a division leader is negative two. Shut out in back-to-back games, negative two. While the Cubs, or excuse me, the uh, Cardinals are now, uh, they went from a negative 22 to plus 18 over the last three weeks. One of the largest increases in all of Major League Baseball. The Cubs are plus 21, Cincinnati's minus 43. Every other division leader, Atlanta is plus 63, the Dodgers are plus 48, the Rangers are plus 108, the Twins are plus 43, and the Tampa Bay Rays are plus 124. The Brewers, as a division leader, are negative two in the run differential department, which is a an indicator that you're not getting the job done, that eventually all that's going to catch up to you if you don't start putting some runs back on the board on a more consistent basis. So are the Brewers in trouble? Are the Brewers in trouble? That is the question. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Show continuing on. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Dwayne's D U A N E S Dwayne's Coveritall.com. That is Dwayne's Coveritall.com, and uh, he's going to be doing the uh, the patio covering over uh, Stoley's Hog Alley out in Oconomowoc, and uh, looking forward to that because uh, we drove past that yesterday. And that uh, upstairs patio, they're just waiting for the occupancy. Everything in in you know when it comes to buildings and such. It's all crap. We know that. It's all, you know, politics and BS. So they're waiting for the occupancy for upstairs. But in the meantime, Dwayne is just wrapping up the awning covers, uh, which he can do for uh, Stoley's Hog Alley. But if you've got a boat, you got a you travel cover, you got uh, upholstery, bimini top, maybe you've got uh, an awning out in front of your business, maybe you've got office furniture you want to get redone, maybe that special heirloom in your house. He can do it. Go to Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's com. That is Dwayne's com. Call him, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. Are the Green Bay Packers doing their uh, mini camps, OTAs today? Yes, indeed they are, Mark. So, yes, we'll get into that in a little bit. But are the Milwaukee Brewers in trouble? Are they in trouble? Are they in trouble? 
877-867-1670. We're talking about run differential. Greg says 18 runs against the Brewers in one game. That helps. It does, but usually those things equal out. You know what I mean? That that All that stuff begins to equal out. It, it's just it's when you look at division leaders right now in this portion of the season, you there's not one division leader in the negative. The Brewers are the only one in the negative. I mean, so you can't ignore it. I get it. But also, if you're going to allow a team to put 18 up on you, it is what it is, man. Right? 877-867-1670. Go ahead and give us a shout. Uh, Would love to hear from you on all of this stuff. Are the Brewers in trouble? Uh, Ricky says, absolutely. Between some of the pitching injuries and the bats tend to hit all or nothing. Uh, It's a lot similar to last year. Now, Ricky, I will say it's not as – because last year was just – they got off to this incredibly fast start, and then everything just went to hell. So at this point last year, the Brewers were a team that looked – we thought, oh, my God, this this is a team that's definitely heading destined for the postseason and can do some damage. Uh, The team now, I I would not consider them in that same light. So you can say – it's similar, and I, I get, you know, the wash, rinse, repeat when it comes to scoring runs or not scoring runs and going for a long period of time and being shut out. Yes, in that uh, particular case, it's similar. But <clears throat> they're struggling right now, no doubt. Um, are Is this a team that is in, in trouble? Is this a team that's in trouble? I want to hear from you. 877-867-1670. Email inbox. This is from our buddy Steve. Steve said uh, the Milwaukee Brewers aren't in trouble yet because they're still leading the division. If they go three, four, five games back, then yes, I would certainly say they're in trouble. But as long as you're leading the division, you're not in trouble. You're just treading water until the troops begin to rally. That's from Steve. Steve, thanks so much. Um, And then this Cassidy. Cassidy says, I really like the young talent that they have. It's a shame Garrett Mitchell went down. Seemed to take the wind out of the sails offensively. Uh, Christian Yelich has looked good at times and then looks poor. Uh, I still think it hinges upon him. If he can hit 280 or better, this team is really going to start to take off. We just need the pitching and the setup in the bullpen to be much better. Yeah, the uh, the pen, Ben, is still, for as good as they were early on, that's uh, as bad as they've been as of late. You know what I mean? Hasn't been good. Um... And then one, and not another one here. This is uh, from Pashi Dave. Pashi Dave says, uh, hey, guys, listening to you here in the Northwoods, when are you coming up to Tomahawk this year? Well, Tomahawk, we don't ever get to until the fall ride. So we'll be up there in September. But love that area. He says, uh, watching the Brewers games on the tube over the weekend, sitting back with a couple of PBRs, uh, this Brewers team at time looks lost at the plate and uh, getting the ball up in the strike zone on the consistent uh, just not going to get it done, especially against a team like the Rays. Even if the Brewers do get to the World Series, you look at some of the teams in the American League that are starting to pound the baseball, and and then he's got the Yankees in parentheses because he said, look at the Yankees' record in May. And the Yankees do. I think they had a uh, MLB best for the month of May uh, so far. Uh, he said uh, they're going to kill this Brewers pitching staff unless they get back to full strength and get a couple of additions at the trade deadline. Pashi Dave, uh, appreciate it. And why do they call you Pashi Dave? That's what I'd like to know. P-O-S-H-Y, Pashi Dave. <laughs> Just a different name. I've never seen that before. Pashi Dave. 877-867-1670. Are the Brewers in trouble? Um, Zach says they still need a feared middle-of-the-order bat. 
Um, the uh, Anthony, yes, we talked about the Cardinals. Cardinals slowly inching up. Cardinals have gained six spots over the last two and a half weeks, which is not the norm. It's not the norm. They should have. Uh, it should be a game and a half, you know, per week, whatever. But they have uh, every two games a week they've been adding. So at that pace, in the next three weeks, they would probably two three weeks they'd probably take over the top spot in the division if it keeps up like this. But then again, you know they still have more teams to hop. They've still got Chicago. They're tied with Chicago. Uh, Cincinnati's in the basement. They're they're tied with Chicago five games back. They still got Pittsburgh. They still got the Brewers to catch. But and don't don't forget the Brewers don't even face the Cardinals until the latter portion of the season now. So now these two teams are just going to be battling back and forth. Um. Although Mike says I'm still sticking with my 84 win prediction, I I think 84. What did I say, Ben? Like 83 wins, 82 wins on the. I think I said 83 wins on the season, a game over 500, right? Yeah, my prediction was. Yeah, I was closer. I was 89, 90 range. Okay, which might be wrong. The starting yeah. staff sure isn't delivering on what we expect. Right. I think you're kind of bearing the lead here. They're uh, they're struggling because the. The heart of the order, the machine, the the thing that makes it all go. Christian Yelich missed a couple of days. He was down for a couple of days, and then he came back, and uh, they ended up getting the win. So I will agree with that. Well, he was he was back this weekend when they lost too. I'm just gonna yeah, forget yes. about that part of it. Right. The mach- do you you literally called him the machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking because I got to be sure that uh, you know. That, that was the machine is what you call him. I did call him that. I can okay. I can edit it to say he's the the engine of okay. the larger machine. The problem is the machine itself, the larger picture of it, isn't a very impressive product. Right. We'll say yes. It's just okay. a super super <laughs> average drill bit. You know, like we're not talking full five hundred dollar nail gun. If that makes At sense. At the yes. I, I, that I, I understand the gun that has a little bit of air, it's battery powered and it tends to wind down and can't, you know, shoot through the, she can't shoot th- nails through the, the larger blocks of wood. We'll go there. Yes. Um, th- and, and let's be honest. Okay. You could, because you've got what <coughs> is, is it 10 guys right now on the IL? I think, cause I know you got Garrett Mitchell, Luke Voigt, Urias, Miley's there. Woodruff is there. Although Ashby's now throwing, so that's good news. Does Matt Bush count? Um, that was more of a <laughs> we're putting you on the I.L. because you keep getting rocked situation. Yeah, you, Matt Bush has got, got – what did they call it? Um, it was like a 10 to 9, but I can't remember if it was in his shoulder or elbow, whatever. Uh, Justin yeah, it's an Wilson. ERA of 8.22 tendonitis. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, Bukaskis is on there. I mean, and he's got a neck issue, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, they've got 10 guys that were either not getting it done or, as you put it, or are on the IL. If you get um, Woodruff back, Wade Miley back, maybe Ashby starts throwing again, you get the – and at what point is – or was it Ashby or Alexander is throwing again? Because right, Ashby had arthroscopic surgery. So I think it was Jason Alexander. Wasn't Alexander starting to throw? One of those two guys were throwing this weekend. I can't remember which one it is. 
Um, but one of those two guys is starting to throw. If you get three, all three of those guys back, Woodruff, Miley, and Alexander will say, at least you get some reinforcements that come rolling in. That was hopefully Ashby, they can. By the way, was it Ashby? Okay, they they can start throwing a baseball, and you know now Ashby's going to be a little while, obviously, and so is Woodruff. Uh, you still got God with Woodruff. You still got what another six weeks to go, most likely. But if you can just, and we talked about this last week, if you can just sustain, get through the next four weeks, hang around the top, stay uh, five hundred relevancy. Then these guys come back, and then all of a sudden maybe you start hitting once you get into July, you know, ifs and buts, all that kind of stuff. Then you still got a legitimate shot. You're still a buyer. You're still kind of in the thick of things. But if you can't tread water, man, and you're, you know, it, it, even if the pitching is down, you still got to hit the baseball. As much as we complained over the weekend, wow, my God, the pitching this, the pitching that, and I saw it on Twitter. It's like, are you kidding me? Two, They got shut out in two games. If you're not going to score runs, you're never going to win games. I mean, you know, it's it's that's the largest master of the obvious you could ever possibly have staring you in, in the face. You know, I always love it when they get shut out and Craig counts as well. You know, we didn't score enough runs. No, that there you go. Because all I want to do is just scream. You know, you didn't score any. You didn't. You, and they've had opportunities. It's not like they're not getting on base. They've had opportunities. It's just clutch hitting is something that you either do it or you don't. And at times, you don't have the ability to be a clutch hitter. And we've talked about this in the past, and, and we we all get fired up about it. But that you, you you just, you know, you you don't have a lot of clutch hitters. You you don't have a go to guy on this roster right now, and that's the that's the the tough part about it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Are the Brewers in trouble? Are the Brewers in trouble? We'll talk about that when we come back. Stay tuned. Our friends at Steel Tank Brewing, I, I'm going to tell you this. I went out there yesterday. If you saw the pictures, you know what I'm talking about. And I've been talking about how good their food looks. I grew up in uh, my, my uncle was, uh, uh, you know, we called him uncle, but he was a friend of the family and godfather. And five-star Italian restaurant. And he had, depending on what part of the country you have him, whether it's hoagies or grinders or sub sandwiches or whatever, but he had amazing, amazing sub sandwiches. And growing up as a kid, I've always looked for that taste because it was just something you could never find. It was it, it was an unbelievable flavor and taste. So yesterday, I went out to Steel Tank. Kristen and I rode out there, and we had some of the poutine, which was fantastic. It's fries, and it's cheese curds, and it's this poutine, and oh, it was so good. But I got a, a, an Italian sub sandwich, and I thought, you know what? This looks pretty good. Uh, I'll, I'll take a shot. And oh, my God. It was like going back to my childhood. It was the best sub sandwich I've ever had, it, it, by far. And I, I, I couldn't recommend, recommend it enough. Steel Tank Brewing, Robrook Lane in Oconomowoc. They continue to expand. They're working on that big music venue. Hopefully it opens here before the summer's gone. Uh, but the, the room is now being completely gutted. Now they're getting ready to put it all back together. And, oh, great people, great place. Steel Tank Brewing, veteran-owned company, veteran-owned restaurant and brewing company right here in our own backyard. Steel Tank, Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc. And, my God, I recommend that Italian side. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Good to have you back. We were talking a little bit earlier about Cunis, our friends over at Cunis RV, the home of the about-to-be-unveiled Beginner Cruiser. And uh, if you're uh, with our friends at Cunis, maybe you're looking for an RV or maybe you're looking to trade one in, maybe you're looking to consign one, whatever it may be, our friends over there at Cunis, they got you covered with all the most you know popular brands. Uh, they now have Holiday Rambler, too, as a matter of fact. But they've got Jayco, Alliance, Coachman, Catalina, Holiday Rambler, uh, Nexus, Thor. Thors are beautiful. Oh, Nexus, that's what we drive around in. That, that's beautiful. And uh, right now, they are uh, continuing to grow and getting bigger and better. They are number one in the state of Wisconsin. Number one, by far. Number one. And you can stop into one of their many locations right now and take advantage of a lot of the great summer deals, the uh, APR financing that they get because they are so big. Cunis RV offering top dollar for your trade-in as well. And if you're looking for all the attributes you want out of a, uh, a terrific, one, camping store, and two, they're going to be opening up their concierge service soon, too. Another reason to look into this place. Check out our friends at Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV. Dot com and you cannot go wrong and I cannot wait cannot wait to unveil the uh, the big in a cruiser which is uh, which is coming um, maybe in the next week or so so it was supposed to be here and uh, then they end up selling it so we got a different one which is fine got that going for us hey uh, just an FYI speaking of that uh, we're probably going to be on the road with it uh, on a Tuesday June 6th Tuesday June 6th is uh, the tickets are on sale go to quick uh, quickspirits.com quickspirits.com our cigar dinner down at Cortez's in Kenosha and then the next day we're going to be heading over towards Lacrosse on Wednesday June 7th only a couple of weeks away Wednesday June 7th we're going to be at celebrations in Lacrosse and hanging out there and then we're uh, heading up on June 14th to uh, Rice Lake uh, over Turtleback Golf Course we're going to be there for the uh, Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Classic both days and then down to Road America for the Indy cars after that. Another cigar dinner, June 21st at the bar in Wausau. And uh, it, it's, it's like all of a sudden, bam, next thing you know, boom, summer's evaporated. We're into training camp and such, so a lot going on. So keep checking over uh, on the Facebook fan page and on Instagram to follow us and to follow uh, the entire schedule because we got a lot coming up here in the next few weeks. Um, Chuck says, our steel tank subs better than Subway. Oh, my God. Chuck, I can't even believe you typed the word steel tank sub and subway in the same sentence. I was actually listening to a comedian on uh, one of the comedy networks on XM the other day that was ripping subway, too, for that congealed, pressed, triangular, something called meat thing that they reach into the bowels of that cooler to grab and say, we're out of meat. Then they pull that meat tray up and then they reach down in there and it's like they're fishing for some other part of a meaty body and they pull it up and it's all perfectly cut into squares or into triangles. No, no, thank you. Uh, Jason says, have you guys paid attention while Tampa Bay has laid waste to the rest of the league? They're loaded. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why you kind of looked at this as a litmus test. But then again, remember, Cincinnati took two out of three from them. So I'm not going to completely say that, uh, you know, they're unbeatable because Cincinnati stings. But, uh, yes, to answer your question, we have watched uh, them, which is why it was such a, a a good test of a series. It was nice. Look, it was nice to see the Brewers get a win yesterday. Bounce back. At least salvage something out of the series. Maybe grab a little bit of momentum. But you're now... What are we at, Ben? Like the quarter point here? A little bit past the quarter way mark? 
Oh, I'm not good season? at math. <laughs> I'm sorry I made you do math on the air. We're I think we're like past just past the quarter point of the season. So, yep, you know, 25 and 21, that's what 46 games in to 162. So you're yeah, you're past the quarter point of the season. You know, just just beyond it. And you know, you're still in first place. You've obviously had issues. You had a couple of, you know, long droughts. You had, you know, a, a period of time where you lost, you know, four out of five, and then you ended up losing six straight, winning a couple, losing a couple, winning a couple. Now you're back to where you've lost, to what, four of your last five? So now you got Houston. You're staring down the barrel of Houston starting tonight, 640 first pitch down at American Family Field. So Corbin Burns on the hill tonight for the crew, by the way. So you need to get this one. You got San Francisco coming to town. You go on the road. You got, what is it, three against Toronto, four against Cincinnati to kick off June down at Great American Ballpark. You don't have an easy road of it as of right now. You got to get some wins, man. Aaron Sims coming up in about 15 minutes to talk about championship hockey. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.